0: Welcome to your New Hampshire National Guard podcast. We are always ready, always there. This podcast series is a production of the State Public Affairs Office.
1: Hello, I'm Tech Sergeant Charles Johnston with Public Affairs. I'm speaking today with Specialist Tom Eckelberger. He's a member of the National Guard biathlon team and an Olympic hopeful. Specialist, thanks for coming on the podcast today to talk about biathlon.
0: It's good to be here. Thank you, Texart. What made you want to enlist in the New Hampshire National Guard? So I moved to New Hampshire from Vermont in early 2020, around the time when I enlisted. And I had been kind of trying to find something to give my life a little bit more purpose. And seeing all the veteran plates around, I really felt like that was the direction I wanted to go.
1: And you went to high school in New Hampshire. You went to Hopkinton High School?
0: Yes. So I went to high school in New Hampshire, and then I attended the University of Vermont and stayed up in Burlington for a couple years after college.
1: And you didn't join to do biathlon at first, correct?
0: Correct. I actually enlisted in January 2020 to become an officer within our organization. And during that process... I found the New Hampshire Guard biathlon team and with that kind of fell in love with the sport and found an opportunity to be a full-time athlete and soldier at the same time.
1: So that caused you to change paths now. You are you're slated now to become an infantryman on the enlisted side of the house to better pursue uh, your biathlon dreams.
0: Correct. As I was getting underway with this program and realizing the amount of time away from New Hampshire and potentially away from the unit that the ultimate goals of this program could have, I quickly realized that being an officer and also going through the process of becoming an officer wasn't going to make me the best officer I could be or the best athlete I could be. I think being enlisted will give me the opportunity to really be as present as possible and do the best job with my unit when I go back to it. And have the most time to be the best athlete I can be.
1: Because the training requirements for for your enlisted schools, they're more condensed uh, over a shorter period of time.
0: Correct. So I'll go away for about 10 weeks, hopefully this winter or spring and become job qualified. The officer side of the house with the state program would have been about the next 18 months without the possibility of missing a drill weekend. And With the amount of travel and some of the international events that the team can go to, that wasn't necessarily a possibility for me.
1: What is biathlon?
0: Biathlon is a traditional Nordic winter sport. It's one of the oldest military sports as well. So it's a combination of cross-country skiing and target shooting.
1: So you've changed gears, and uh, as you await your school seat, you are training with this National Guard elite development biathlon team in Vermont.
0: Correct. The, uh, throughout the summertime, I was heading up every two weeks, and then I would come back to New Hampshire. We were training at Camp Ethan Allen up in Jericho, Vermont, which is actually one of the most world-class biathlon facilities uh, for sure in our country, but possibly in the world as well. So it was a fantastic opportunity there. Um, and I'm actually getting ready to, this weekend, uh, head up there for the winter. I'll come back for drill, but the rest of the time will be biathlon time.
1: What does the typical training day entail?
0: Typical training day, wake up, um, get ready, conduct personal hygiene, just as if we were regular soldiers getting ready for the day. Um, the difference is our duty location is the biathlon range at Camp Ethan Allen. So we'll head up the hill generally 8, 830 uh, set up our mats for shooting, prepare magazines, do function checks on our rifles, and get the target systems. make sure those are all working then we 'll get into some fundamental drills, some shooting drills, some dry fire drills. then generally after that we 'll get into more of our cardio aerobic workouts
1: so you 've been to basic training how does the the rifle training and expertise that you achieved uh, during your initial training? Translate over to the 22 rifle system with biathlon.
0: It translates over incredibly well. Um, the fundamentals of shooting remain the same in biathlon. Our positions are a little bit different, but in terms of breath control, trigger squeeze, aiming, uh, the concepts are all there. The difference is in biathlon, we're not shooting for center mass. And we're almost always in competition shooting for heart rates. So we have to train for that as well.
1: And for those who don't know, who might not have any experience shooting. So you're, you're exercising, you're, you're skiing and you're getting your heart rate up. So how does that complicate shooting the 22 rifle?
0: So the biggest part, and I think many soldiers and airmen have probably done some sort of stress shoot throughout their career. And what we're doing in biathlon is basically every lap of the race, which is either three three or five laps, so we shoot two or four times, we're coming into a range and getting off five shots as quickly as possible. The difference between military shooting and biathlon is that we don't get rewarded for hitting the targets. It's a penalty for every miss during the race. So... When we're shooting with these high heart rates, it isn't a focus of how close to center mass can I get. It's you have to hit the target.
1: So more specifically, you have to hit, it's like a quarter-sized bullseye or a half-dollar sized bullseye, correct?
0: I believe so. Um, I, to my knowledge, most targets will use the same scale, 10, 9, 8, um, at least all the ones I've seen. And a standing target is the 8-ring.
1: So you're not getting any points for missing the bullseye. You have to actually hit dead center or it's a penalty.
0: Correct. And that penalty is, in most races, we'll ski a 150-meter penalty loop. That adds about 25 to 30 seconds to your race. Uh, And that compares to some of my most elite teammates who I kind of follow for Motivation, and they're really setting the example for what I want to get to. They only take about 30 seconds to shoot total, and that's not missing. So adding 30 seconds per lap is a lot.
1: And if your heart rate's up, your breathing rate is is pronounced, and the sights are moving, and that's what creates the issue with hitting the bullseye.
0: Correct. And so what we do in biathlon, there are a couple couple things that we really train for in the prone. That's probably the position that's the most similar to the way that we shoot as soldiers. However, the the big difference is that we actually have a way of supporting the rifle with our bodies, as opposed to a sandbag or something like that. So there is a sling that we attach to our off-trigger hand um, bicep And that allows us to make a stable platform. So you're really shooting through just your breath control. We really can't or shouldn't miss left to right while we're shooting prone. And then shooting standing, we actually use our skeletal structure to make basically a tripod out of our hip and elbow. So again, if everything is going well, you can only miss left or right while we're standing. And to really fine tune that while we're doing these hard workouts, we actually train kind of breathing through our, our stomach instead of taking deep breaths through our chest.
1: Interesting. And you, your background in skiing, so the, the National Guards help prepare you from a shooting perspective, but you've been skiing since, um, since you were a kid, competitively right through high school. And um, that's provided you a base um, to this point to achieve at this level.
0: Definitely. So skiing, just like shooting, is one of those sports that just takes years and years of building up the fundamentals. If you don't have the fundamentals, you can't try to make them faster or stronger. So the younger years and the years between the last time I skied competitively and this period, one of the benefits of that is just skiing often and consistently without a lot of pressing to push my form or my technique to be faster just to be more efficient so that when i went out for a few hours it was fun the whole time and since i was able to do that for so many years now there's still a lot of technique work to do and we work on that all the time to go from really take it to the next level but everything we do is building off those last years
1: you're out there skiing and uh shooting which is uh it's this is a Nordic sport that's extremely popular in Europe, for example, but not so much in the United States. It's still kind of catching on and, and uh, it's growing here, but it's not. Uh, I think I read somewhere that it's one of the biggest TV spectator sports in all of Europe. Uh, so you're just getting into it now in your 20s and you've been recruited to do this elite program, uh, if I'm not mistaken, after just competing in one event.
0: Correct. I went up to Fort Kent, Maine with the New Hampshire Guard biathlon team last spring and had a really good time against some younger kids who have been doing it in Maine their entire lives. Um, and then also a couple soldiers from the elite guard team as well.
1: And what are some of these athletes, athletes like on the team? I imagine it's some of these uh, men and women that compete in this program. They're actually at that Olympic level, that international level of uh, ability?
0: Yes, some of them definitely are, and that's super motivating to be around. Uh, They're also all great soldiers as well. Um, The team is definitely a mix. There are a few of us that joined to be soldiers and found this crazy opportunity. And then we also have some teammates, and these are really the teammates that are training for the Olympics, and that's really where their eyes are set, that joined the Guard for this They join the guard for the kind of outstanding support that we are able to offer athletes that really no other biathlon or Nordic program in the country can.
1: As you compete, I imagine an Olympic appearance would be the, the ultimate achievement to come of this. But short of that, are there other international or nationally ranked events that you could hope to compete in?
0: Definitely, and the Olympics is obviously the dream, but for myself, I'll definitely would settle at the International Biathlon Cups. That would be a good pinnacle. Um, We'll definitely race the North American Series, which that'll allow me to travel to at least Canada, travel throughout the country. And then actually my first big domestic race will be the U.S. Summer Trials in Soldier Hollow next month actually. So we'll go out to Utah for that. First and foremost, the team's priority is to be a team of soldier athletes. So we pretty much have support to take the time to go to schools. For me, AIT is obviously a super important school. Can't get very far without that. But after that, um, any other school that we need to take time for, the leadership is totally on board with. Then, We also have some break time around April, so that would be the opportunity to try to get the bigger, longer schools in. Um, Such as? For me, especially joining as an 11 Bravo and doing this sort of endurance, strength-based sport, um, mountain warfare is a priority of mine. Um, And the other sort of schools like that, I think would be a great way to use being a soldier athlete to kind of get the most out of the guard as well.
1: I also think it's interesting that you're training year-round, basically, to, to perform at an Olympic level uh, in a winter sport, despite the fact that it's 80, 90 degrees out there and there's obviously no snow. What are some of the workaround training techniques that you employ to do that?
0: So what we do a lot is called roller skiing. So we have these, for lack of a better term, skis uh, with wheels on them. Up in Jericho, our entire set of ski trails is paved. So we actually have a soldier who, uh, he maintains everything on the grounds, but as well as those. So make sure that there's no branches down or anything that could cause the wheels to stop quickly. Um, And so we keep skiing. Uh, This morning, I was just out in the roads of Hopkinton-Webster, kind of getting in when I can around here. Um, And in most ways, it mimics skiing perfectly. It's a little clunkier, a little heavier, but it gets us primed and ready to go for when the snow does fall.
1: What advice would you have for people who are looking to get into biathlon? They're thinking about maybe joining the, the New Hampshire Army National Guard biathlon team, but like most Americans, you know, they have no experience in biathlon or... Maybe they're new to shooting because they've just joined. They didn't shoot before they enlisted uh, in the Army National Guard. Uh, What what advice would you give them?
0: So the first thing and the thing that will get you farthest in the sport is just get aerobically fit. Just work on even nothing else, just running. The fundamentals, that's not something I would worry about if you don't have the experience. I certainly didn't. And once you have the rifle set up properly, and learn how to hold it while you're standing properly. Those fundamentals and those positions really fall into place with the shooting. It doesn't necessarily make it easy when your heart rate's up, but it definitely makes it leaps and bounds easier than just picking up the rifle and trying to hit the targets down the line.
1: So you're not the only person on the team who's a little bit accomplished. I believe that at least one other member of the team, Major Luke Webster, has had a little bit of success. Uh, and uh, it looks like maybe within the next couple of years the team could maybe position itself to place at one of these national events.
0: I think so. I think that being from New Hampshire, we have a a wealth of opportunities and individuals that want to see the sport grow here, and it's been cool to see that our team has kind of acted like a catalyst to try to get that going, the support that the guard has to put into biathlon throughout the state is pretty different and it's definitely imbuing a new spirit into the sport so hopefully in the coming years when skiing is easier more people know about our program um especially like major webster who are already crazy fit we just have to teach them how to ski um things will be awesome
1: what an amazing opportunity i appreciate you uh, joining me today to tell us your story
0: you're welcome. Thank you. It's yeah a crazy opportunity that I never thought I would have, and would definitely not have had without the guard. If anyone is interested in joining the team, they can feel free to reach out to me or the New Hampshire Guard Coordinator, Major Burnham.
1: You can continue to follow Specialist Eckelberger's journey at our Facebook at NH Minutemen, or on Instagram or Twitter at NH National
0: Guard. Thanks for listening to your New Hampshire National Guard podcast.